0: People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Butch bringing to you today. Oh, man, it's just such another, another wonderful day. And you know what? I'm going to start it off with the quote. Gary V, he said, documenting to build a personal brand is an especially good tactic if you're already working a job that you want to leave someday build your brand and gain traction in your niche before you ever need to make any money so that when you are ready to step out of your current job, your brand is there to hold you up and carry you to your next opportunity. Boom! You see what I mean? So, oh man, that was the best. So here we go. Guys, I'm going to take you through this because some of you right now are probably questioning whether or not you should leave your job right now. But the thing is, a lot of you leave your job and you have nothing lined up. You know what I mean? So example back in 2013 my mom I don't know what happened but my mom must have got laid off I don't know I don't remember I was only 15 years old I didn't ask her any questions but she didn't get a job for the next four to five months and those were the most difficult four to five months of my I guess you could say my teenage years because man it was hard for us to get food power got cut off this happened that happened until she finally got a job and everything came back together the, a year later but thing is she didn't have anything lined up she didn't even have a savings that she could fall back on she was just literally naked with no money and this was one of the biggest 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 problems uh because that taught me so much that maybe i should always have money at all times and maybe it was like a blessing in disguise to whereas i need to know that i should always have money at you know for emergency at any given time so here we go i'm gonna give you guys my story as i've always done now Back in November of last year, I made the the decision to quit my job, okay? Did I quit immediately? No. Now, basically, I was in the room and this guy was literally ostracizing me. He was criticizing me. It was just, it was hilarious. Uh, He was saying, I don't think you're as good as you say you are, you know? Of course, insecurities. Seven-year-old, I've already said this stuff before. But you know what? At that given day, I had that feeling go right down my spine. I said, that's it. I'm applying for a bunch of jobs everywhere. And I did. But you know what? I had job interviews. I had one job interview that I thought was so remarkable. He's like, hey, we're going to pay you this much and this and that. I thought it was so perfect, but he never came back. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I was so disheartened just because I moved from one side of town to the other side of town, right here where I'm at right now, because I thought I was going to get this job. But I didn't. But I kept fighting. So did I immediately quit? That wouldn't that would have been very, very unsmart. So basically if I would have given my 30 day notice, I would have to leave on the 30th day, fly out, come back, and start the entire process over with no money. Now, back in I think uh, the month of December, I got my, I got a check, it was like, It was the worst check I've ever gotten in one month there. Let's just put it that way as a full-time teacher. And it's because, of course, you know, them being vindictive. They wanted to get back at me. And that was it. January 12th, when I got that check, I said, you know what? This is unacceptable because all these part-time teachers are getting a hell of a lot more money than me. January came along. They weren't giving me anything. No classes, no this, no that. I said, okay, okay. So then I started marking out things. I said, okay, I'm going to start setting up job interviews. Let's do this, okay? Because then it fell down to about 20, like $600. It, it just got worse and worse and worse. But I didn't quit because at least that was, it was some chump change, but it was some chump change that could, you know, that I could pay some bills with. Just because people don't want to give you work because whatever their pre-beliefs are about you doesn't necessarily mean you should just quit and lose all that money. Just stick at it and start looking for opportunities. So I already had, of course, something lined up. I was working at a wonderful bank. Uh, and then I had a couple other classes here and there, and, you know, uh, one place was promising me, me a lot of things, ended up being empty promises, but then, of course, you know, I guess they came back a little bit, uh, and then I just kept applying, 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 and then I applied for one place, and they sent me all these jobs, and then they went cold turkey for one week, and then I said, oh, I see, I looked you guys up on Google, and I see that you guys only hire white teachers, I literally went on a rant, it was crazy, and so... I really started doubting myself, saying, man, I don't think I'm going to get any work anywhere. How am I going to be able to pay the bills? What am I going to do? Am I going to have to stay at this job? I can't stay here. I'll quit. I'll die before I stay at this job. And then through patience and through being away at that specific place, I started matching the salary because it was, it was coming in from a lot of different locations. So, of course, the main job was probably paying me meaningless dollars because I was canceling all my classes. I didn't want to be there anymore. But then I started doing some things over here. Some things over here. And then they said, Hey, we got a class for you here. And then I'm like, okay, that's a little extra money. So then I said, Okay, I'm gonna do this. And the next thing you know, this other place came along. I got an interview, and then they said, Hey, can you do this on Friday? Then I said, Okay, then we're gonna set this up. And then, okay, I'm gonna set this one up over here, and then boom, and then boom, and then then everything started coming together. And then I finally put in my thirty day notice and I said, Yeah, to hell with you guys. Uh, but then at the end of my thirty day notice, like at the like sometime last month in March, I was like did I make the right decision? And I was like, okay, Arsenio, this is going to be a transition month, okay? You're probably going to get no more than, let's say, 1,000 US dollars, but I was wrong. I still was able to make close to 2,000 US dollars, which is better than than 75% of foreign teachers here in Thailand. So I was like, okay, all right, this was actually a bad month, so let me just get back on my feet, and next thing you know, I got emails from the old job. They were like, oh, we have a class for you. They're beginner. And I'm like, yeah, you can shove that beginner up your ass. How about that? I'm not, I don't want to be there anymore. Then I started canceling all my classes. Then he emailed me back and said, hey, from the opinions of your students, um, we decided that we want them to smoothly transition over to their new teacher, and we've given them a new teacher, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And... Uh, then I'm like, oh, wow. And that was like basically the last straw. Like I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to be there anymore. So I hurry up. I canceled everything probably about two weeks ago. I can't remember. Uh, and then finally, i have getting rid of that job. But in place, right when I got rid of the job, everything came. Like, Like when I finally got those attention units away from that old job, everything came into my life. Jobs that pay me 150% more per hour came into my life. Like you have no idea how excited I am in terms of what I got going right now and what I'm developing right now. Like every day I get either two to three phone calls or two to three emails of saying, hey, we have this, we have that. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this, that, this, so many different things because, well, I'm just highly sought after now. But that degree of worry back then in terms of what I was talking about yesterday, how to stop worrying and start living? Yes. That right there was what was killing me so much. But along the way, I started creating opportunities for me. To start, of course, I was building my brand at the same time, but at the same, you know, I just kept saying, "Okay, or sending you calm down. This is just going to be a bad month. April is going to be your coming out party and then May, it's all it's all dandy." And I was right. I was right from the very very beginning because That's when everything took off, literally over the last week, because now I'm like, okay, so Mondays, I'm going to be here. Tuesdays, I'm going to be here. Wednesdays, and this, and then that, and then Saturdays. Okay, I got my big money days, and I got my brand building days, and then I got my guarantee money days, and then I got this, and then I got that. (sighs) It's exactly what I've always envisioned, but it's hard because we get a lot of our, you know, our vision gets crowded and whatnot, so, I mean, this is in terms of my personal job. You don't want to quit automatically with no money, no backup plan, no nothing. You want to transition into it. And I knew this transition phase was going to be very, very emotional. I didn't have any close friends that I was turning to except only my best friend Andre. That And it was basically myself. There's no parents. There's no Elisa. You know, she's gone now. And then no, there's no friends from last year. Uh-uh. It's Arsenio and Arsenio. It's me looking into the mirror every morning and saying, hey, you're going to be all right. You just got to grind this last little part out. And so when I started doing that, oh, yeah, the magic happened. So Gary Vee, he went on to say, he's like, you know what? You got to constantly, you know, practice putting, you know, putting content, documenting everything. And you know what? If you put out half-ass content, blogs, videos or whatever, you're going to get half-ass results. So then I started saying to myself, I'm like, am I wh- what I'm doing? Is it really working? Because I just launched an ESL podcast 10 days ago, and it had like something over like 100 and probably like 200 plays in like a week. And I'm like, dude, that's – and they're not even downloading it. They're literally just playing it right off my website. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, is what I'm doing on my personal – this personal development podcast, is it really working? Because and just literally, you know, in probably just a week, I realized, oh my god. Why am I getting more what is it? Why am I getting more um what is it? Why am I trying why god damn it, I just lost my thought. Why am I getting more plays and more views and more this and more that on my ESL podcast and even my blogs than I am on my personal development? Maybe because there's so many personal development people out there. But then the ESL, there isn't much of a uh, there isn't much of a market out there in terms of what I'm doing. Like you don't have your crazy ass, you you know, African-American, you know, teaching about life skills and pronunciation and just small little uh, spurts and, you know, being able to say, hey, if you guys got any questions, please communicate, do this and do that. You don't have those podcasts out there. You know, you got people who talk about, oh, so what was the answer to this, that? No, I'm giving you life skills through my ESL podcast and you know what? It blew up. Not only in China, not only in Vietnam, and of course in Thailand, but even in America, which is really, really odd. I don't know why. I don't know. And it's funny because my very first podcast listeners for my personal development podcast was from Menlo Park. And now people from Menlo Park are listening to my ESL podcast. And Menlo Park being, of course, near Stanford University out there in, I think, Northern California. I don't know where Stanford is. I'm like, okay, well, maybe – is this an ESL learner or is it this or is it that? And then next thing you know, boom, New Jersey came. Boom, Brooklyn, New York came. and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why are people in America listening to my ESL English is a Second Language podcast? Anyways, thank you so much for all of you out there. But it's just very interesting. Now I know what I'm doing very, very right on my ESL podcast, but I'm still trying to figure things out on my personal development podcast. Nonetheless, I'm still learning from what I'm saying anyways and from what I'm reading and from what I'm writing, and people continue to tune into probably the Emotional Bank Account blog and the podcast, which is the most highly, I think it's the highest one on my website. Like, every day, I get probably five clicks on that Emotional Bank Account blog from so many different countries. I'm talking about the Indias, the Moroccos, America, UK, Australia, so many different places. So I know I'm doing something right in terms of that, in terms of this, so I'm just kind of just floating the market. (sighs) So anyways, Gary Vee also had, you know, he mentioned that a lot of Instagrammers and Twitter experts, they label themselves as, you know, life coach, you know, life coach, you know, entrepreneur, expert, business owner, quick money now. Those are all fools. If you have 50K followers and only like two people are liking your post every now and then, there's something seriously wrong with your Twitter, and I could call you out on your bullshit and your bluff really, really quick. I could, sit, I could sniff it from a mile away because, of course, you could buy a lot of your Twitter followers, and you could buy a lot of your Instagram followers right now. So on me, you know, me, on the other hand, man, I'm pumping out a lot of different content on YouTube. You could Google my name. You could see everything. I'm not faking a goddamn thing. What I'm practicing or what I'm preaching right now, I've practiced already. I've read already. I've been through everything already. Where I'm going, I can't fake it. I got the pictures. I got the videos. I got everything. I got the medals. I can't fake it. But a lot of these people, you know, who got 50,000 followers, they say, click here at the link now, and then I Google their name, and nothing comes up. See? That's a lot of bullshit that I'm smelling. So, the thing is, if we look at what has happened, Gary Vee said, if I could give my 16-year-old self some advice... Or if I can, you know, yeah, basically. um, If I could actually give my 20-year-old self some advice, I'd be like, you know what? When I was going through that breakup, I could have turned that into a million-dollar empire. Because back in early 2009, you know, I had my first ex-girlfriend. She broke up with me. Ah! It's so sad. (laughs) It's the best thing that ever happened, though, because I went to Australia later on that year. Um, And that changed my life forever. But... I remember that I was going to YouTube. I was going on YouTube and I was trying to find videos of how to get over breakups and there was nothing. There was only one French guy and there was a YouTuber by the name of Vinay. And if I was able to you know, read books and find out about personal development and go into that realm at the very, very beginning, man, I'd be one of the most famous YouTubers out right now because if you were doing that at the beginning and you didn't give up. Pretty much nine times out of ten, you'd be a massive success. So going back to, of course, that girl named Vinay. She was one of those blogs and, you know, those videos that I would watch all the time. And you know what? It was like I think she went backpacking a long, long time ago, five, six years ago. And she had so many subscribers and this and that. She just disappeared. She disappeared for like four years. And then she came back, made two videos, and she disappeared again. She gave up. And you know what's the most shocking part about it? She was there when Lily Singh was on YouTube. When FouseyTube was on YouTube. When they first started, you know, started out, that's when Vene was there. If she was consistent and creating programs and creating a website and a blog and doing this and doing that and documenting everything, she would be a millionaire right now. Just as Lily Singh is, just as, of course, tube is. But she gave up. And so the thing is, when it comes down to my personal development podcast and what I'm doing right now and the people at Menlo Park who have been viewing me for so long, sometimes you're just going to have to suck in the bullet. I don't give a goddamn what's happening in your life, in your, your current state or whatever. You're going to have to suck it up and say, you know what? I'm going to do this for my people. I'm going to do this for my followers. If I stop, maybe something happens to them. Have you guys ever thought about that? Honestly, I think about a lot of things like this, and I'm like, you know what? If I stop doing this right now or if I stop doing this, what would happen to all my followers? What's going to happen? And you know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to end up – who knows? I don't know who these people are who are listening to me around the world, but they might just vanish. They might just fall into depression. They might just say, oh, you know what? The Arsenio was a guy I always listened to, and now he's gone. What happened to him? Kind of like what I started going through over the last two weeks. I'm like, oh, well, I got a a few plays here, there, and I'm I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to do this every three days because my ESL podcast is bigger. No, Arsenio, there are people who are following you all around the world who are relying on your voice. If you give up now, you've given up on them. You never want to give up on your followers. It doesn't even matter if it's a, a one, a two, a three, a four, a five. I don't give a damn who it was or who it is. But because you don't have this many or this many plays or this or that and you're not like Lewis Ho Podcast and you believe that your, you, of course, your podcast is better than his and whatnot. It doesn't matter. What matters is the small amount who are following you right now among your journey who are going to see you completely explode. They're the ones that you're always going to remember. You're going to be like, hey. My folks out there in Ashburn, my folks out there in Edison, New Jersey, my folks out there in Long Beach, California, my folks out there in Menlo Park, California, my folks out there in London, my folks out there in uh, Sydney, Australia, uh, Mauritius, uh, a lot of different places who actually listen to me around the globe, Uh, Portland, Oregon, I'm always going to remember you guys. Because you guys were there for me. And you, and of course you guys are probably saying, hey, you were there for me when I was going through these things. And you always gave me that jolt, that motivation, that determination, that, dri- that drive. That's why I'm here. And so that's what you guys have to realize. Because uh, I said realize. You guys need to realize that it's not about you anymore. It's about your followers. It's about the people who are listening to you and reading your content. If you say, oh, well, I don't think I have that many. I'm going to stop. Bullshit. Don't be that Vinay. Vinay left it all on the table. And now all of her followers are like, well, what happened? And she's lost everyone. And it's sad because she made it more about her life and herself than she did about her followers. And that's the saddest part about everything. Because a lot of these people who started in 2007, she started When YouTube was barely a baby, we're talking a newborn, it was just crawling. She gave up and she lost it all. She went on a backpacking trip and she never came back. Next thing you know, she made a marriage video two, three years ago. I think I just checked it last night because I started, I wanted to relate this as much as I possibly can. And I did because she ended up getting married. She ended up doing this and that and that was it. She was gone. And I'm like, wow, Vinay. Your followers, they were that, man, you made so many different videos in terms of helping relationships. And I saw some of the comments. They were like, oh, my God, you helped me so much years ago. Why don't you make videos anymore? Selfish. She stopped making videos until I don't give a damn. If you got married, you had this. Obviously, her life is still going well. But she just stopped. And all her followers are so saddened by it. Well, I'm not going to stop. And you shouldn't either. So keep that in mind. Always. And always keep striving. Never give up on your followers. It's no longer about you. It's about your brand, and it's about what you're building, and it's about other people who are listening to you and reading your content and basically listening to your content on a daily basis. Remember that always. With that being said, people, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah, I got some good stuff that's coming out on Wednesday, baby. You guys better tune into this. Oh boy, I was reading it and I was, I was just like, no, I got, I got to get back into this. So guys, I'm getting back into it. Get ready. It's in terms of money. And with that being said, guys, I said it already. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. (gasps) Over and out.